Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another podcast, Ask the Zamboni Experts. Marty Elliott, your host, with my co-host, Doug Peters, our regional sales manager from Zamboni Company out of Paramount, California. And we do have a special guest today, Dave Marshall, general manager, sales manager of our Zamboni authorized dealer, Kendrick Equipment, talking about service first. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Marty. Always great to uh, get together with you and with our dealers. Yes, it is. Definitely, definitely. Well, listen, let's get into this and, and talk uh, talk about Kendrick Equipment, talk about service first. Uh, Dave, maybe you can share with the audience a little bit of the background of Kendrick uh, Equipment and uh, sure. where you've been, where you are, where you're going. Sure, sure. Uh, thanks again, Marty. Thanks, everyone. Uh, Kendrick Equipment's uh, municipal uh, equipment dealer based out of Vancouver, British Columbia. And uh, we've been over 40 years representing a handful of uh, reputable municipal uh, equipment lines um, traveling through the province for sales and, and, and service is the biggest part for us. Service has sort of been the first uh, and foremost for Kendrick Equipment, building relationships that way. Uh, but over 40 years in experience, I've been 15 years with the company. Um, it's been a dream of ours uh, to uh, add these uh, iconic Zamboni uh, ice resurfacer to the uh, product line. So we uh, uh, acquired that a couple of years ago and I've loved every minute of it. Um, and it's been a very complimentary uh, machine for us, you know, being uh, municipalities, you know, our main target. And uh, it's just been, it's, been a lot of fun a joy to uh, promote the product and get out and meet more people in the recreation field well you kind of uh, Dave you kind of led into something I want to talk about your relationships with the uh, municipalities and their fleet departments obviously your other <laughs> vendors that you carry you've already established those relationships um, have the uh, um, uh, fleet managers and uh, fleet departments uh, they're all up to speed knowing that you're the Zamboni authorized distributor uh, for the British Columbia marketplace um, what has their been, reception been? Because they already have a relationship with you uh, for your other vendors. How's that reception been uh, as far as being a distributor, authorized distributor for Zamboni? Maybe you can share a little bit about that. Yeah, I think overall it's been a positive uh, experience, certainly for the customer as well too. We already had an established service department with technicians. Uh, we're gonna talk in a little bit about a uh, program that we use uh, it's got a lot of benefits for the uh, the customer, the owner of the Zamboni. Um, but yeah, it, it it you know having been already established in that service uh, area with our other machines, in adding the Zamboni, it, um, it it fit in nicely, quickly. We cross trained a lot of our mechanics to uh, be able to you know support the Zamboni machine as well too. If, if we're already in an area of BC, whether the Kootenays are up north or the Okanagan. Uh, we're now, you know, we're, we're calling on the, the, the same city already or, or the same, uh, you know, personnel in the, uh, the, the fleet. So it, it was just a no-brainer adding it. And uh, I think the customers really appreciated that, uh, you know, that it was us that, that are now supporting it for them. Maybe you can share a little bit about the other types of products and services that you uh, represent at Kendrick Equipment, Dave. Sure. Yeah, we have everything from... Uh, street sweepers to vacuum trucks uh, used, you know, nowadays for either uh, underground uh, utility, you know, flushing, 
Uh, Hydro excavating now is a big is 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 a huge uh, trend. Um, we have municipal tractors, so for lawn care, everything from uh, grass cutting to uh, grass flailing in ditches, uh, snow removal, snow plows, snow blowers, um, just anything for park maintenance. Um, yeah, so almost anything a municipality uh, would look for, you know, we can offer them. So kind of a one-stop shop again, with, uh, with service being the most important thing for us. So yeah, you Dave, took the words out of my mouth. I, I'm Go sorry, ahead, Marty, for ahead. stepping on you. No, um, no, I want to jump, jump in and ask a question. Um, you guys acquired a long term dealer of ours. Uh, I've been with Zamboni since 87 and dealt with, uh, Earl Vorath from Crocker Equipment, and your, your guys' business a little bit different in that you've got multiple lines. Earl had multiple lines for a while, but then kind of settled on Zamboni. Mm -hmm. How has the transition been? I know from our standpoint, we've been very excited. I know Marty's uh, been out there to offer up some training and such uh, for you guys, but how has the transition gone for you guys, uh, for your customers, uh, dealing with somebody um, such as Earl for as long as they did and now transitioning to new people? I think uh, Earl Earl did a fantastic job with the product and the relationships with the customer. I think with the uh, shift to Kendrick um, and and our more broad product lines right now is it you know it's added a I think a bit of diversity to it. We've got some newer programs and systems we're using with regard to inspections and training uh, seminars. Uh, you know we had Marty out last year for. Uh, some real high-level training with the various uh, rec uh, zones in the province, which is, has been very well received. Um, I, I think it's just, you know, it's it's it. We, we're trying to carry on a lot of of what Earl did very well himself, and just you know, kind of uh, just expand on that training, the knowledge, um, you know, just that experience for the customer. So. Um, you know, we're, we're excited about it. And it's just, it's a very exciting machine to talk about. I mean, everybody loves talking about Zamboni. So it's just, you know, it's, it's just been a pleasure. That's great. Great, uh, great information. Great to, great to hear that transition is running as smooth as it has. You know, I think Dave, honestly, that, and talk about to other municipalities, other provinces, that's indicative of the value of the relationships that uh, Kendrick and Crocker held with the uh, purchasing and uh, procurement and uh, fleet departments within your province. So that speaks highly of uh, those relationships, obviously both parties have had. So would certainly uh, um, transition that, uh, that uh, movement towards yeah. uh, Kendrick a lot smoother. Yeah. So that's uh, fantastic. Yeah. Dave, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the insight about your operation and Kendrick's uh, Kendrick Equipment's operation with Zamboni. Can you share a little bit about what the maintenance program uh, that you have in place for Zambonis and, and talk about the timing of it and what suggestions you may perhaps have with your customers? Sure, sure. We, with our other lines of equipment, we were already utilizing an annual inspection program. Uh, we're, we're even involved in some cranes as well for material handling and lifting. So some of those machines, there were more of a stringent uh, regulation on annual inspection. So we carried that into our other product lines more for a um, 
you know, peace of mind and liability aspect, you know, get the machines running in tip top condition. So there's less downtime, uh, you know, in the, uh, in the rink business and recreation, uh, you know, downtime is very costly. Uh, we've had many instances where, um, or the occasional instance where, you know, it's a big tournament on and, and, a, and a machine needs something and, you know, it's, uh, uh, time is of the utmost importance. So we felt that, uh, melding this inspection program in to the Zamboni line, uh, again, that we'd been utilizing on the other product lines, would be useful. And um, what it is, is it's an iPad-based uh, program, which our service technicians use when they're going through a machine, you know, bumper to bumper or bumper to conditioner uh, in this case. Um, and they're able to snap pictures with it. They, they're going through each area of the machine, the hydraulics, the electrical, the conditioner, um, you know, even some instrumentation in the cab, everything. Everything you would typically get with, you know, a, the traditional inspection, they'd be handwriting. But this is now, um, you know, on their, on their tablet, uh, nice pictures taken, you know, highlighting, say, an area that needs some, some attention. Um, it, it, the turnaround time has been quicker. So from a customer standpoint, first of all, it's, it's very professional looking. It's all organized in a, you know, in a nice uh, multi-page report, very thorough with, with the color photos. It's in their hands quicker, which is nice. Um, and it even gives them a, a grading or feedback or a, a benchmark of sorts uh, of where the machine stands. And if it's say the first inspection they've done, uh, in several years, you know, there might be a kind of a mid to high grade on it with a handful of things identified as needing attention. But um, as they go year after year, that grade's going to get higher as they address some of these things. It might be some bearings, it might be whatever. Uh, but it's almost created a bit of a uh, friendly competition in some areas where you've got a city that's got, say, six or eight rinks with a dozen or so machines. Uh, we had one instance where there, were, there was kind of a friendly competition between the two places to see who could kind of keep that grading higher. So it just, you know, it really pinpointed what was needed. It, it uh, for us as a dealer, it, um, you know, it was easier to even decipher some of the information. You know, um, every mechanic's got a different style of handwriting or, you know, chicken scratch or whatever you want to call it. And so for us, it was a little more precise. You know, we knew exactly what area was needed so we can get that information back to the customer. Um, you know, it's detail of parts they need. It, it was more accuracy with it, less chance of misinterpreting what your service tech, um, you know, was trying to, to note in a report. So yeah, all, all around, it's been, it's been a great success and it's mobile, you know, they can take it wherever they need to and just right off a tablet. Right. Right. It, it, you know, I, uh, and now that you're speaking about this, the, the customers, the municipalities, they obviously have, as we see in the industry, uh, a life expectancy of the machine. But having this much detail, if you will, involved uh, in the actual reports is allowing them to identify, I either spend now or I lose later in trade-ins, if you will. So obviously they're more engaged. I would, would it be fair to say they're more engaged with this process? because they have a better understanding how detailed it is? 
For sure. Absolutely. They are more engaged. And I find now a year will go by and the phone will ring and they'll say, Hey, it's, it's been, it's already been a year since our last one. You know, when can we get you in again? They know that, you know, they, they, they've stayed on top of things, but it's just, it's, it's that, it's that peace of mind and liability and, and just having, having that, you know, uh, uh, dealer, uh, inspection done. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been great all around, you know, cu- coupled with the Zamboni connect is a whole nother topic. I'm sure you guys have gone to into great deal with as well too, but you know, the reception on that, the organization, the, 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 the dashboard, uh, bringing in this this inspection program, yeah, it's good. We actually uh, we actually had a uh, Ask the Zamboni Expert podcast that uh, Doug, myself, and our engineering department did with uh, uh, the ice stand down in uh, Arizona. But it certainly speaks to uh, Zamboni Connect and how it enhances uh, the understanding of the uh, customer's machine for the customer and what needs to be done and it's uh, inspect what you expect so it's uh, that was a really good topic hey doug let me bring you in and uh, perhaps you have a couple questions you want to talk to uh, dave about yeah i do dave in the world we live in today um i'm going to assume that uh it's got to be better to eliminate the touch points that's kind of like the buzz of the industry uh and the world so i'm assuming and maybe you can elaborate a little bit more like do your customers find it better uh, with the uh, documentation that you're able to send digitally and the same thing goes where your mechanics can just send something into the office and then maybe by the time they get back, if they've done three or four service calls in that day, the customers that they visited already have the information to them and there's nothing having to go out through the mail, nothing having to be left yes. by the mechanic, that kind of thing. Can yes. you elaborate a little bit on how that's working? Yeah, exactly. And right now, uh, Kevin is on a, a trip up through. Uh, the uh, Kootenai area, uh, making 12 visits. So he'll be doing inspections. He, like you said, is able to uh, meet up with the machine right right now with, you know, uh, a C19 and and all the protocols there. A lot of times we'll meet with the machine outside. It'll be, um, you know, contactless there for us. Uh, when the report's done, it's a click of a button and it's emailed to the, the rink manager uh, or whoever it has to be emailed to at the same time it's emailed to our office to our service writer who's putting together the details for the report and feedback and and maybe a parts quote and all those details so that process is happening quicker now which the is a positive the customers have really really liked and and again in the uh, circumstances we're dealing with right now with uh, um, you know c19 protocols it's it's lended itself very well as, uh, as well. It's just, it's, it's actually enhanced the way we're doing things. So uh, all around a plus. That, that's awesome. And is this creating a better bond with your customers? And I'm gonna, again, I'm gonna assume that you've had this kind of uh, protocol with other product lines. Uh, is this creating a bond, uh, a better bond with the customers so that uh, they feel more comfortable about how their machine's going to perform for them uh, during the year until the next time you go out and do this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, you, yeah, what you said is definitely rings true. We've seen it on other product lines, whether it's a crane or a sweeper or a, a vac truck. It's it's consistency. They, they they're used to it. It's it's peace of mind for them. Um, and then from our standpoint and other dealer standpoints, it, it sets us apart too. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's just another level of uh, detail and 
again, very well received. That, that's awesome. We had one dealer uh, up in Michigan that used to do these and they had a, a stat that it would provided like 85% less breakdowns during the year. Obviously with the piece of equipment, <clears throat> uh, mechanical equipment, you can't ever uh, stop them and uh, from breaking down. Are you getting any numbers or have you compiled any data about uh, how machines hold up better once they've utilized your program uh, versus customers that don't utilize it? Yeah, oh boy. Yeah, good question. Good question. You know, we've got we've got the data. We, we you know we haven't put it all together to to come up with a summary, but you know I can definitely say um, it's helped with some rinks. Just get on top of preventative maintenance items quicker. You know, I haven't left dusted things, uh, swept things into the corner. Um, it's yeah, it, it, overall, it has definitely minimized some of that downtime. The exact number, you know, it's hard to say, but uh, all in all, it's a plus for the, certainly a plus for the user group and uh, and a plus for us. So, yeah, we're going to continue to push it and, uh, yeah. Well, it's, Dave, you, you guys are using technology. It's great. And one of the things that uh, Marty talked about um, is a better understanding of a trade-in value if a customer is going to trade a machine in. Fill us in on how this has made it easier for you if you're taking a machine in on trade to understand the value uh, mm -hmm. for for the customer's machine. Yeah, you know, it, it has definitely added to uh, the value of a machine, having the history right there at your fingertips. Prospective buyer comes in, wants to buy a 10 or 15 year old X municipal machine, for instance. First thing they're going to ask her is, you know, do you have any records? Do you have some uh, in, uh, past inspections you can share? So having that accessible and organized, you know, for how many years they participated in has definitely helped with the resale of used machines added to the value for, for that customer and what they get in a trade in which, you know, will directly correlate to say, uh, you know, a reduction in price off a new one if they're replacing it. So um, it's been, it's been some very useful information. So again, in this day and age of technology, it's, um, you know, a real commonplace now and, and, and well accepted. Years ago, when we started this, I'd say it's probably been eight or 10 years since we've been using a similar program to this. At first, it wasn't, you know, maybe welcomed as much. A technician felt it a little more fumbly to have a tablet in his hand and he just, you know, he wanted pen and paper. Um, and the customer, you know, maybe not as apt to be dealing with emails or, or electronic uh, resources. But nowadays it's, I mean, it's, I can't imagine doing doing it without it. And, uh, and I'm sure it'll advance. I mean, Tying it in with other Zamboni platforms would be great. Um, you know, sharing resources with other dealers, creating a, a benchmark of sorts, um, you know, across the country would be great. Well, and, and I think maybe I, I kind of view this as I'm a dinosaur and kind of understand what uh, some of the, the guys might have. Nowadays, now it's like looking at what kids are used to. I've got, uh, I had a visit from my 
two and a half year old grandson for the last few days and he knows how to work an iPhone probably better than I do and it's it, it's just amazing what uh, the technology is and how people are comfortable with it now and how the customers I think are going to go more so that way yeah yeah absolutely absolutely I have to agree with you on that one, Doug. No question about it. And you know what, guys? At the end of the day, what this is is giving added value, and it's it's actually um, there's measurement verification with it um, by making these this documentation instead of just pulling information, doing what you have to do, and there's no tracking of it. I mean, come come to uh, added value uh, and over and above uh, that can be measured and verified. I mean, just just makes you, Dave and Kendrick Equipment, no doubt stand above the rest um, because you're all dealing with the same procurement department, same fleet department. So they're seeing everything coming at them from different OEMs or different distributors. It obviously would uh, make uh, your system uh, stand out because you're yeah. delivering that added value. Fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to, you know, uh, offering a proposal, say, to a city on one machine, say, electric versus propane or different offerings, being able to include that in the package adds value goes back to what you just said all that added value and the more we can add the better and again that's what kendrick has has been trying to do you know right from the start and uh, uh you know it's great to sell a shiny new machine uh you know but it's a lot it's a lot more uh fun and rewarding to be you know building the relationship with them supporting them so it right. uh True words, true words. You know, you uh, touched something on something about tenders and uh, proposals and that. I'm going to bring our uh, co-host Doug back in. Doug, maybe you can talk uh, to the audience and and uh, let them know what uh, Kendrick Equipment has to offer when it comes to SourceWell and RMA out of uh, Alberta. Yeah, Dave, we're going to touch a little bit on that. It's been something that's been near and dear to me because uh, I got involved in it. What I thought was um, five or six years ago, which turns out to be seven or eight years ago, uh, as we've got uh, another bid process coming up uh, this year and hopefully get awarded another contract uh, with Sourcewell, formerly NJPA, um, coming up uh, next spring. Um, have you utilized Sourcewell uh, with your other product lines? And uh, where are things standing with you guys now with regards to introducing Sourcewell contract for Zamboni machines into your province. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Uh, Sourcewell, formerly NJPA, we have had years of experience with with the other product lines, um, some other equipment built out of California, some built out of the Midwest, and have been gaining more traction with it. I, in my experience, it, it's it's very prominent in the U.S. It's utilized a lot. I think it's 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 had traction for years. At north of the border, um, back east, for instance, it, it it's been you know gaining a lot of momentum for years, and I feel that's trickling out to the west now. And why it's gone that path, I don't know, but we're starting to see more of it now in BC. I know it's prominent in Alberta already. Um, I think Sourcewell's been active, RMA's been active out here in participating in conferences and other trade shows to, to uh, share awareness and share knowledge and experience about the program. And these purchasing departments in the cities and other user groups are starting to understand it better. Maybe there was a bit of fear at first of, 
you know, what it would do or what it wouldn't do, but they're seeing now that it's, it's so successful elsewhere, uh, even in Canada now. Um, and it just offers so much uh, for them, big time saver, cost savings. And again, now it's, it's more widely accepted here in BC. So, so again, we're seeing it now in the Zamboni, just did a bid last week actually for a group in the Okanagan and they reference SourceWell. So um, we're, we were able to you know, pass that information along. And uh, again, it, it's, it's cost savings, it's big thing is time savings, you know, with that, uh, that municipal de perching department or whoever it is that's putting their proposal together. So for us, it's been a plus. I'm thrilled that it's, it's gaining more uh, attention here in BC and we expect to be using it a lot more moving forward. Something now we, we'd like to mention to whoever in conversation is looking for, for a new machine. Yeah, it's, it's something that's new to the Canadian marketplace and it's been something that they've been working on for uh, a few years and the provinces, because you're dealing with different municipalities and different regulations, I think that that's why it's taken a while. Nobody wants to be the, the trendsetter, they want to follow the trend and it, it's worked out really well down in the States and we've uh, received orders for uh, a couple machines, I think it is in um, Alberta, Marty. And then I think that uh, you're telling me that uh, the Ontario, the the plant in Ontario, uh, where Marty's based out of, just got a couple orders for uh, 450s uh, through SourceWell. Yeah, the uh, city of Kingston uh, just signed off on uh, two uh, brand new 450 lithium ions uh, using uh, the SourceWell uh, RMA and LAS, which is the regional. Um, Association for Ontario and the uh, uh, Gord, the procurement, he's actually part of Fleet. Uh, the process, he was just, Marty, you have no idea how much time you saved us in this process. Knowing that Zamboni is his preferred vendor with, with the program, it's, he said, I'll be telling all my colleagues uh, throughout uh, the Kingston area how much, uh, how, how much value was shown uh, and and the pricing was uh, dead uh, dead on as well what it was going to be but uh, yeah the process was uh, was um, very well rece uh, received by uh, the fleet procurement department for the city of uh, Kingston. One of the things that uh, we touched on, Dave, and we did a, a podcast recently with Sourcewell um, about the what the value value is a big word with them. It also, we're seeing down here in the States, we feel there's going to be a crunch because of uh, COVID, that it's going to have an impact on purchasing departments. It's going to have an impact on municipalities in general. And with the SourceWell contract, it enables the municipalities to streamline the purchasing process. It doesn't have to go out to bid because the bid's already been satisfied for them. Uh, it just makes it so much easier. And what I try to tell people when, if there's any resistance at all from a purchasing agent thinking they might be losing their job over this, it's like, look, this makes it easy. How many times do you ever buy an ice resurfacer? And you can concentrate on things that you can't purchase through a source well contract. So um, those are some of the things that I use. And I, I don't know, maybe you can share with us um, yeah. what uh, you use when you're dealing with your customers in BC. 
Yeah, you and you make a really good point. That that person in purchasing one day is is specking out for the purchase of a of a Zamboni. The next day, it might be a snowplow or vacuum truck or street sweeper, and you know, and and all of this equipment is getting more and more. Uh, I shouldn't say complex, but um, uh, you know, loaded with features and options and you know, that purchasing person now is able to, you know, rather than spend what could be weeks putting together a spec and, and the, the fear is maybe missing a few items or not, not putting in the detail that, you know, that should be in there, um, you know, to ensure you get the right machine with the right options. Now with Sourcewell having already uh, qualified, vetted, you know, uh, uh, negotiated, the contract with the vendor, they can <clears throat> they can go in and and basically choose what they're uh, looking to get and go through it that way. Um, you know, some of these specs could be twenty five page documents, and like I said, um, it could be just a wide range of equipment. So from a from a streamlining perspective, like you said, and with what we're maybe dealing with now in the you know around the world, um, it being able to streamline that process and not, you know, spend, you know, all this time putting together something that has already been put together is, is where I'm going with this. Um, it to me is, is just a more efficient way to do it. And again, it, it checks off all the boxes, all the procurement requirements. Um, you know, it's a great group to deal with the value, the cost savings, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, for me, it's it 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 would definitely be a good way to streamline uh, that that purchasing procedure, and um, you know, in no way is you know, in my mind, any threat to anyone in the procurement department. But just just another tool uh, to get what you're looking for, but um, satisfy you know all the legality of it, and um, you know, allow you to spend time on some other tasks, right? And and you know what time we only have so much time let me let me uh, to the audience let me uh break it down for you the listeners as far as what a traditional versus a cooperative procurement uh, process looks like and dave that this is pretty much what you uh, just shared with our uh, listening audience but there's usually 11 steps in the procurement uh, process uh starting with identifying whatever the need is for the the uh, oem or or purchase of a uh, of equipment then the research options that are involved then spec out equipment would be the third uh, part of the process. Have to obtain contract pricing, then write a tender, advertise a tender, bid opening, bid evaluation, award the lowest dollar, and then the last two steps, issue PO and receive equipment. That's the traditional. For our listening audience in the procurement departments and municipalities, we've taken those 11 steps through this process with Sourcewell and our relationship with them from 11 steps down to four. So one and two, still the same, identifying the need and researching the options. And then finally, due to the contract uh, cooperative procurement uh, process, eliminating step three to nine, and all they're doing now is issuing a PO and then finally receiving the equipment and training. So it definitely takes, as you said, Dave, all the time, which is a long process, out of the hands of, uh, of that uh, procurement department. Yep. And then a lot of times at the end of that process, like you just listed, when a, when a city municipality has chosen a piece of equipment, 
they'll they'll still put out um, a you know and either it's on BC bid or or whatever state bid or provincial bid site uh, an intent to purchase let's say so you know it's still it's there they've gone through the process here's the intent and again it still allows that opportunity for you know review or any feedback comments from whoever it may be but uh, typically it's again just just to stick with the procedure um, of it and uh, again it's been very successful for nice. for everyone so I'm just yeah nice. excited nice. to see it picking up steam here in BC yeah so uh, BC audience uh, fleet department procurement departments if you're uh, listening to this uh, podcast reach out to a country equipment and uh, Dave and his uh, team Larry um, Robinson and uh, they'll certainly walk you through that process Let's. Uh, I just want to move over to another topic, uh, Dave, which is uh, near and dear to both uh, yours, Doug's, and mine. Um, introducing our electric uh, isosurfacers and, uh, of course, the lithium-ion, both in two models, the 450, uh, which is produced out of our Brantford, California facility, and our 552 AC lithium-ion, which is produced out of our Paramount, California facility. Doug, let me bring you in. Maybe you can talk to Dave a little bit more about this and uh, the successes I know that Kendrick Equipment is, has had in the BC market with electric and how strong the electric market is going in your backyard, Dave. Take it away, Dave, Doug. Yeah, Dave, um, you guys have recently issued us multiple orders for machines. We're very excited about that. Uh, I know that you guys have got a 450 out there with the lithium ion, which is awesome. Uh, for the size rink that it's on, it's the perfect machine. Um, but can you tell us a, a little bit how it's been to transition your customers from lead-acid batteries into the lithium-ion? It has been, you know, it's been a wonderful transition. And it, uh, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't really changed a whole lot in what, you know, the customer, you know, uh, uh, is doing as far as, the use of the machine other than um, you know zero maintenance uh, we've got a lot of the lead acid machines around the province most of them concentrated in the lower mainland and you know we've got a few machines on back order as you mentioned um, but they, they the excitement is kind of the big thing excitement you know not having to worry about uh, water levels in it equalization charges uh, being able to nearly use the machine for 10 minutes and plug it in for 10 minutes and have it charged back up, ne nearly a one-to-one -one, uh, usage rate, uh, charge rate. So, um, you know, for us, it's been it's been just a positive all around. A lot of people are, are just you know have been uh, anxiously awaiting it, and and some of their reactions have been you know finally you know this is here, it's proven, and we're excited to get it out on the ice. So. Um, I foresee, you know, everything now being LI. Uh, it's still an option we offer the the LA or the lead acid, but everybody we've talked to so far is is adamant about using the LI uh, for the advantages, the, the the green green initiatives, the less maintenance, um, you know, everything, and uh, it's just been a huge huge plus. You know, a no-brainer, really. One of the most prominent locations now that's going to be utilizing lithium-ion technology in the Zamboni is Robson Square. Robson Square is smack in the middle of downtown Vancouver. Huge tourist attraction in the wintertime for skating. Um, they have a new 450 lithium uh, 
that'll be used there and they 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 love it the uh it's going to be going in this this fall um and it's going to offer a lot less maintenance versatility uh the the customers have really embraced the, the you know the green aspect to it um the lack you know the lack of maintenance um and and for us it, it'll be the new norm for battery powered zambonis we have yet to see anybody um elect to uh stick with the lead acid um you know option versus the li and it's you know there's a long list of reasons why the li is is fast becoming the the uh, the leader in in that uh, area everything from weight to maintenance to longevity you know, easy use when charging it uh, running it versus charging it so yeah yeah and dave one of the things that i is stuck in my head i'm always looking for uh different phrases or um parts uh discussions with customers to add to my sales repertoire and I think one that uh, sticks in my mind from Larry Robinson from your staff is that it takes the maintenance aspect out of the hands of the operator. And what we've found with the 552 being in existence since 1990, uh, we've got 30 years under our belt with it, that the number one problem that we've seen with people is the lack of proper care. That doesn't mean that it doesn't, you know, that proper care doesn't happen, but when you're depending on maybe not a full-time staff member to take care of things, um, the lithium ion really takes and takes that potential um, problem out of the hands of the operator. Maybe you can um, say a little bit better than I'm trying to do, but that, that's something that I picked up from Larry and your staff. Yeah, it's, that's certainly true. Certainly true. Uh, there's, and every city is a little different. Every user group's a little different. There's certainly multiple operators coming through. It might be a handful of mechanics, um, and and some some will stay on top of things a little better than others. But it just it just takes that those steps out of it. You know those 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 uh, fluid checks and weekly equalization schedules because um, there's there's as as diligent as a group will be. There's there's always a possibility for something happening we all know that so uh, this with the lithium ion it takes all of that potential for you know an issue out of there so that that'll that that could mean an extra year or uh, several years of life on that uh, battery system and um, you know for for any user group that's huge it's the first thing they're asking is well how long is this expected to last? Well, you know, when will I be looking at replacement? But uh, again, um, taking that that possibility uh, out of uh, you know out of the equation is the biggest part. Dave, are you seeing like we see in some areas down here in the states uh, any potential for grants from your province to help people get into a electric ice resurfacer and away from the fuel powered machine? Yes, yes, there are several avenues, some provincial, some federal. Uh, there, some of them remain the same as what they've been used to with, say, a lead acid machine that they had to, uh, you know, 
in past years. Uh, but there's also there's also some added uh, funding avenues for lithium ion specific machines. So they can utilize what they already have been. There's there's some additional ones they can go for. Uh, they vary differently through province. So so you know a bit of advice just just get out there. Call, you know call Kendrick. We we can walk you through those sources. A lot of it can be found online. Municipalities already are likely dealing with some with some electric fleet vehicles they may have, you know, whether it's a Nissan Leaf or a Chevy Volt or, or whatever. Um, a lot of those will uh, also, you know, uh, include the Zamboni as well. So many places to look. We're, we've gone through it numerous times. We can help you, you know, walk through the process, get you all the information you need. Uh, so, so that can help narrow that gap, uh, you know, in price. The cost savings are seen immediately, you know, with with cost of fuel, uh, less maintenance, and again, these rebates here to, you know, to narrow that price gap. And uh, and all the data, you know, shows that it's uh, it, it's certainly the more cost effective way to go. Uh, and that's why we're seeing a higher percentage of electric machines ordered now. So, yeah, yeah it, it's been. It's been trending that way, you know, when the 552 first came out, there was the belief that uh, there was going to be a need for an electric machine that could handle the typical community rinks because Zamboni had electric machines prior that were designed for mall applications where it was limited resurfacing schedule. The 552 really changed that game and now the 552 lithium ion is changing the game yet again and it's nice to see that uh, the province and this uh, country of Canada is uh, helping out understanding the benefits of running an electric ice resurfacer in an enclosed environment. And um, it's it's not going backwards, it's only gonna go forwards and I can yeah. see uh, down the road, you know, whether it's 20 years from now or 10 years from now, whenever it is, that you're gonna see mostly electric powered machines in, uh, yeah. in enclosed ice rinks. And where it's mostly, you know, in years past, it was what we found was the larger cities, the, uh, you know, mostly, say, in the lower mainland in, in our situation, but the cities that had eight machines or 10 machines. And I find as you move further out from the uh, lower mainland to the cities that have one or two machines, they were predominantly fuel powered. Well, now that's changing, you know, with this machine going to Prince George. You know, albeit they've got a large fleet of machines there, but uh, we're we're already looking at um, ordering and delivering LI machines into some of the uh, eastern and northern parts of the province where they have one or two machines, and they're just they're they're more widely accepted, um, you know, as reliable as you can get, and um, you know, so we're excited about that. We're excited about putting these machines into all parts of the province and not just the, the the city you know big cities like Vancouver and Burnaby that uh, you know have been on the the green initiative and alternative fuel um, avenues now for years it's it's now everywhere so it's it's a very exciting it's a very exciting uh, prospect I, I'd like to we touch a little bit about options and want to get into connecting a little bit but I want to bring Marty in to talk about um, level ice and how your customers are, are seeing that and how that's working out and are you getting more traction and 
Um, you know, Marty's our expert on it. He's got a lot of history, loves it, thinks that uh, it should be on every machine. And um, how are your customers uh, taken to it? <laughs> yeah, Dave, it's, uh, I, I got to tell you, my uh, first uh, visit uh, with, uh, in my role uh, out to uh, BC uh, was back uh, when Kinemats on the 552 <laughs> AC machines chose to have uh, level ice on them. And it, uh, um, that, uh, that was a, a great success story. And, uh, and also Kelowna last year, as you know, uh, spent some time with you and Larry. Um, yep. it's, it's a system, no question. Uh, I know you guys are excited about it, but even from the regional zone meetings and uh, Zamboni on-site training talking yeah. about it, the audience uh, from arenas certainly uh, were welcoming it and, and uh, looking forward to uh, hopefully having some uh, opportunity yep. to uh, utilize the system on, a, uh, on one of the uh, machines that you have the system on. So yeah, maybe yeah. you can share more about that uh, yeah. on your province. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's another one of those options that are, are gaining more popularity as well. We just put one into Seashelt a few months ago. Um, it's 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 being asked about now almost every, in every situation. So, and I love you know Mar Marty, you've you've done so much work on it, uh, collected a lot of data, and that's only helped us explain the advantages of it and how it's going to save. A rink operator money, you know, and it, and 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 you know, I I, I love I love the, the presentation you have on it, the training you came out and offered for us last year, really really spread that knowledge out there. But for me, you know, uh, allowing the rink to be able to keep a consistent uh, thickness of ice throughout, um, and you know, and not spend more than they need to on refrigeration costs and and wear and tear on cutting down all that you know, higher levels of ice on the blade, the machine, the tires, everything is, is the, the, the data has, has really spoken for itself and helped us um, upsell it and equip some of more machines with it. So I see uh, a trend of more, more takers for it, a higher take rate um, because we are seeing the benefits now. Those machines, the Kitimats, the Kelowna's have had them in there long enough that, uh, that there's, you know, there's there's data now. There's there's some there's some numbers right. to back the technology, and but but above all that, it's a better quality of ice. And uh, so now it, it's it's asked for all the time. Uh, fast ice is another system, which uh, of course, when coupled with it, you know, is, is only another level. Uh, but yeah, we're we're seeing more and more um, requests for it, and in places you know that you maybe wouldn't expect. You know, you'd uh, Right. You know, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been great. Well, you know what? Uh, and uh, tipping point, you made a comment on uh, the Kelowna's, the Kid of Mats, and I think there's a couple others. I mean, the uh, the upside uh, black and white uh, measurement verification numbers that you'll be able to extract uh, with their blessing uh, to utilize with other mm -hmm. municipalities pre-installation and post-installation after 12 months uh, of using it. Um, I've certainly seen it uh, throughout uh, North America uh, with customers worldwide on level ice um it does show so that'll be exciting when you get that information in your hands uh, that uh, with uh, those yeah. uh, customers utilizing it uh, to demonstrate and show uh, potential uh, new uh, prospects yeah. the uh, system yeah hey D doug uh, let me take it back to you and uh is there any other uh subject you want to share or talk about with uh, dave yeah i think dave we've maybe uh touched a little bit we talked uh, Zamboni Connect and in regards to uh, how that uh, interacts with your maintenance program. 
where do you see that going and is Zamboni Connect become something that customers are getting true value out of with uh, with it and uh, utilize, seeing more customers utilizing it to its fullest capabilities? Zamboni Connect, we, we supplied our first machine with it, oh, probably a year and a half ago now. And since then, um, that customer has added it to a existing machine in their fleet. So that's worth noting too for everybody listening. If you, you know, you purchase a new machine with it and you want to add it, it can be, it can be retrofitted to an existing machine. Um, so we've seen success where we've, where we've installed them. We have more of them coming up this year, which we're excited about. This Prince George unit will have it. It ha does have it. It's there now. Um, and one big thing for us, so, so everything we talked about on the maintenance program and the, the inspection program with connect now we can do uh, a, a remote diagnostics um, and sort of more, more of a better communication with the customer on the machine remotely so if that customer is a 12-hour drive away up in chetwind for instance or fort st john see the vital information of the machine performance data and help us in some circumstances uh, you know, identify or, or, or fix an issue or address something immediately without even having to set foot in there. So um, it, it's tied in nicely. That's awesome. That's something that I have not uh, utilized when talking to customers to try uh, to convince them the values. It, it sounds like in your territory, because you've got some customers based on uh, the drivability or lack thereof in, in <laughs> Vancouver, that you can work with a customer with the information that the connect has to save them money when it comes to trying to take care of an issue uh, by the the feedback that connect is offering you and your customer yeah exactly and we've had this uh, option on some other equipment mainly on the on the cranes that we offer the marine uh, boat handling equipment and industrial lifting equipment so we've got machines, you know, with the same technology in plants like the Boeing, Boeing aircraft in Washington, or, um, you know, there's several uh, up and down the coast as well, uh, where we've been able to, you know, monitor the performance of the machine, identify what's working well, what's not, make suggestions, and in some cases on a preemptive basis, you know, we've been able to um, get ahead of something and, and point something out you know, uh, offer some advice on, on ways to go about maintenance to avoid, you know, a potential downtime situation. Uh, so it's, you know, it's great to see it on the Zamboni product now. It's been out for a few years. It's only getting better and better each version you're coming out with. So for the user groups out there, huge consideration, you know, look at it. It's all of the data at your fingertips. You know, if you're a manager, say that's got a half dozen machines in your fleet, it's, you've got access to each one of them, you know, right, right from your office, you know, uh, you know, because, you know, going around to four or five different buildings, um, you know, is, it takes time. It's logistics. So it's that information is powerful. It's something that I've used when I've, I had conversations about Connect in the past is it gives the, op, the, the manager, whoever's in charge, even the fleet, uh, can take a look at it, and they don't have to be in the rink to see what's going on with the machine. They can monitor its performance. They can monitor uh, its how it's being operated. 
uh, from afar. And I know as a kid whose dad spent an awful lot of time uh, in a building where a pro hockey team played, I probably would have seen him a bit more uh, had this <laughs> technology been available back then. But um, Dave, do you have any specials, anything you want to add to this, any BOGOs or uh, deals like that that Marty's offering you? You buy one machine, you get one for free uh, that we can throw out uh, to your customers or maybe just something that uh, you want to chat about. I have to step in here, Dave, because you'll appreciate this. And Dave, Dave was not witness to this, but I do know the first customer of Zamboni Connect in Dave's backyard. I went out and trained uh, Kendrick's uh, uh, sales uh, uh, representative, Larry Robinson. And uh, after we finished that uh, day of training, we actually went to a golf course. Because of his, his intuitiveness, his, his belief in the system, I do recall uh, Larry Robinson, on, I think it was the seventh hole, 135 yards, elevated pitch back to front, one bounce in the cup for a hole in one. So wow. it does pay off. And, <laughs> and Dave, I know that you and Bill were waiting for us in the clubhouse, and I'm sure you can remember this story, but um, it does pay off to uh, take a look at some of the options that are available through Kendrick and Zamboni. Yeah, you, you're more than welcome to come out and train anytime you want. We, we golf out here all year round, as you know, which you don't get to do out there. So we like to rub that in. And uh, and in this uh, day and age of social distancing, I know you and I would play well together because you'd be down the fairway and I wouldn't be, <laughs> or vice versa. Uh, I, I'm gonna say you would be, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dave, it, it's been a pleasure. I'm going to turn it over to Marty, and Marty can wrap things up. He may have a question or two. If not, uh, I greatly appreciate your time, and it's always uh, great for us to share with, with our customers of our product uh, the staff that you guys have, what you guys can offer. Um, you're a stellar dealer for us, and uh, we're looking forward to a long relationship with you, and uh, just keep uh, keep coming out with the, the different products to help take care of our customers. Yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to share some of this information. Hopefully it was helpful. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to all the exciting things you have coming down the line in the near future. Yeah. So we'll... Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'll, uh, I'll uh, verbatim what uh, Doug said, Dave. It has been a pleasure working with you and the team, Larry and Kevin and and the rest of your uh, squad. Um, I know the respect that the municipalities out in uh, your backyard have for your uh, organization, and it's a blessing uh, for Zamboni to be a part of that. And uh, we definitely look forward to working with you and your team further, and uh, maybe a couple uh, couple golf uh, mm -hmm. rounds uh, when I get out there after the C19's all done. But uh, on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another Ask the Zamboni Experts podcast. And by the way, folks, if you have any information you want to share with us, uh, uh, you have uh, any topic you want to hear about, uh, by all means, shoot us a line at our email info at zamboni.com. But uh, until we meet again. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Doug. Look forward to uh, listening to our another Ask the Zamboni Experts podcast. Have a great day.